Welcome to Defenders of the Bank with Panda and Scarfette. That's right. You've got another women's episode coming your way right now. Billy and Scarf are not here. You've got another women's episode coming your way from the beautiful Philomonster Studios in Burbank, California. I'm your girl Scarfette, and of course with me is the lovely Panda. We are super happy to be coming to you today talking about the amazing experience we just had walking in the Pride Parade. And with us, of course, we have a very special guest. The whole center of this episode is revolving around her. We're going to learn a lot more about her later on. Welcome, Cassie Riddle. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, we are so excited to have you. I know, even if you don't know who she is, I know that you guys have all heard what she does because she is the bringer of the thunder in the north end and she does such an amazing job and we're so excited to talk to her today and the fun thing is today we got to participate in the pride parade which is something that i have not ever experienced my first time too yeah all of our first all of our first pride and it was an amazing experience i think we're a little sunburnt and a (laughs) little dehydrated but we're curing that with some lovely wine and Mm -hmm. shout out Mm -hmm. rose (laughs) (laughs) so glad to be here like we said we've got the queen of the pack with us today our first lady miss cassie hello <laughs> she drums for us. She represents Black Army. And of course, she is engaged to Jimmy, the president of 3252. Yes, yes. Got that, that ring on my finger. Oh, bling, yeah. Bling happening. Hey. First <laughs> engagement at the bank. Mm, it was a great moment. Yes, we are going to talk <laughs> we'll, about we'll that. We'll get to that, right? Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> We're of definitely going to highlight that in a minute. But before we get into the interview, I think we want to just say just a couple quick words about today. We had the opportunity to show up in normal form if you will because we we always show up when we go to events for LAFC in full form in the black and gold all kinds of black and gold representing today in the pride parade we got to march we got to chant we got to really represent the black and gold the way that we all love to do and I feel like that's a little bit why I'm a little raspy today so (laughs) using that 800 voice number (laughs) using my sexy 900 number voice today so hey but yeah, no, today was super fun, super cool. It was it was a little warm out, but yeah, we yeah. all showed up to the bank around 9 a.m., boarded some buses where we met up with a few more of our 3252 compadres and had an incredible time. We were staged by 10 a.m., started walking, I think around noon, actually. Took a little while. It took a little, a little while. while to get started. I think most of us thought that the parade was already going, but no, we were, we were still just filing into the actual parade. But yeah. we, we had a chance to get warmed up and to kind of feel like, you know, what, what chants were working, what chants maybe weren't mm-hmm. as good. So I think that was mm-hmm. kind of like a good practice for everybody. Yeah, so. and we got to meet some of the people on the floats around us, got to talk with them, and it was really a fun experience. I think we made a few extra fans just standing in the staging area. So, oh, yeah, oh, I, yeah. Think, I think we definitely, you know, made little little buddies all around and they were enjoying our vibe. Oh, yeah. All of us huddling in the shade together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you're all huddled around one tree of shade, you really get to know one another well. So especially I loved watching the people in front of us because they were they were dancing. That was their thing for the float. They, they danced. Oh, my gosh. And they practiced the entire time that we were there. And I, I mean, I should be watching. saying, oh, my God, because they were the church. Oh, yeah. They were a church that actually holds their service in the Viper Room. Which, 
I kind of think that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. So um, I may be starting to go to church a little bit more regularly now, but <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll, we'll address that later. So we all enjoyed it. We marched in the parade. Of course, Cassie, you were drumming in the back of the street team pickup truck oh, over yes. there. A lot of fun <laughs> drumming there. Very tiring. I was tired <laughs> just watching you, believe yeah. me. I but felt- at least we, the people that were on the ground walking, at first I was a little jealous of the people in the truck. I'm like, ah, why do they get to ride, man? My feet are going to be tired. But the second that we stopped and I saw a tree and I was able to bolt over to the shade, I was like, never mind. Nobody in the back of the truck is going to have any shade for this entire parade route. Nope. So, um, yeah. We had a nice breeze. <laughs> That's I think true. something you oh, guys didn't Oh, yeah, no. Every once in a while when we stopped and there was a nice alleyway, we got a nice Oh, breeze. that'd be nice. That would have been really yeah. nice. Sure. And you guys were a little <laughs> bit elevated above the rest of us, so you probably did catch a little bit of that cross breeze a little more mm-hmm. than we did. So mm-hmm. I was envious of the people in the truck, like Alex, who got the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even fair. Yeah. They had their windows rolled all the way up. They were not sharing any of their AC with the rest <laughs> of us. So can't say I blame them, but hey, you know, whatever. Yeah. Cool. So it was an incredible experience. I think we all had a really fun time at Pride, enjoyed walking and repping LAFC, as well as really showing our support for the community. You know, it's really an important message, the equality message from the women's episode, as well as this idea and concept of soccer for all. This is the world's sport and we're uniting it in the world's city. And we can't express enough how happy we are to be here and to be able to share this episode with you. Yeah, and also another big shout out to LAFC Pride Republic for showing up and and being kind of the leading force for all of this today and being able to be in the front of everything that we were doing and also shout out to Dexter and if you guys haven't listened to Dexter's episode yet that we recorded with him do that now it is such an amazing episode you learned so much about him his story the story of pride and the whole community surrounding that so it's so good and I'm so happy that we got to go out there today and and hang out with all those guys hang out with the entire community of LA in this atmosphere something like I said before that I haven't had the chance to experience so it was so exciting I can't wait to do it again and I think it was kind of fun to do it almost from an inside out perspective we were able to be in the parade and actually watch all of the amazing people that are out there that are dressed up in so many different costumes some of them were barely there and I was a little <laughs> jealous just because it was so hot but I was also like mm, sunburn nope, sunburn, nope. sunburn. <laughs> so but yeah it was is a fabulous event and yeah I think we're all very excited that we got to be a part of it today Without, Without further, further ado, ado, hello, we want to get to know Cassie a little bit better. So right. let's get this going, guys. You ready? We got a little bit of time until that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Scarfette, what do you got? So Cassie, where did you grow up? I grew up in San Clemente, which if you know the city, it's basically as far as you get in Orange County. In that, not super far away from L.A., but in a California, Southern California standpoint, it's it's pretty far away. We only, growing up, traffic. I went to L.A. Yeah, traffic <laughs> is a B. <laughs> <laughs> and so getting to L.A., we went for like big events, and that's it. All right. Beach I city. I don't think I've been to San Clemente. You need so, to go. Yeah. It is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I yeah. had no idea when I grew up there. And then I moved away and I came back and I was like, oh, my God, we have beach views everywhere you go. Like you got the hillsides. It's oh, gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, definitely, <laughs> well, I'll take a trip down there or something. I think yeah. we, we can drink wine on the beach, right? I, I think I can. You're not supposed to, but I have. <laughs> Shh. 
<laughs> there was a beach event yesterday too for I think it was Expos right that put it on down oh, yeah, at yeah. Dockweiler. Yeah. So I, I feel like they might have drank on the beach. Quite possible, but shh, they they don't. I don't know. We don't need to broadcast that, right? It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's oh, yeah. what I always say. It's so. apple juice. It's apple juice. It's exactly. Fruit. It's fruit. Anyway, fermented fruit. <laughs> I don't think they were drinking wine. <laughs> so that's, that's probably true. <laughs> Moving fermented on. greens. I mean. <laughs> That's Beer great. is breakfast. <laughs> Beer is breakfast. That's that's something um, I might need to get on board with. I feel like <laughs> yes. when I was in college, I would have enjoyed that quite a bit. I should have heard that back I then. think Philly already enjoys that quite a bit. <laughs> Pretty sure Philly lives that. <laughs> but not for the month of June, everybody. Just in case you're wondering, Philly is sober for the month of June. So he's yeah. sober till we come home. Yeah, that's true. He's going to be sober till we come home. So, and that'll be what July sixth for our next game. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we know where you grew up and everything. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, like, what do you do? What do you do for fun? For work? What What's a daily? What does your life consist of? Maybe you know, like just on a regular daily basis. All right. So my life is a lot of LAFC, a lot and a lot of LAFC. As is all of ours, I think, and work. Mm-hmm. The two of those go hand in hand, right? Absolutely. So I'm a teacher. I teach kids with autism, elementary age. I love it. It's so exciting. And I have, well, had, because now I'm on summer break. (laughs) So this last year I had six students in my classroom and a lot of support and everything. I teach kids on the more severe end of the autism spectrum. So we're working on life skills and all that sort of stuff, which is, you know, just trying to better them for their everyday lives beyond school so that they can be proactive members of society and everything. And then when I come home, it's LAFC. (laughs) (laughs) After that, it's all LAFC. So between Jimmy managing the 3252 And then being a part of Black Army and everything and all the games and all the events and community activities, it's LAFC. And it's so great because it has very quickly become a family that absolutely. So, yeah, that's I don't know that I hang out with many people that aren't part of LAFC, which is kind of funny. There's just something about having that connection and being able to sit down and know that the people in the room around me actually understand what all this craziness actually is. And how quickly that has happened. And there's so many social events that we all want to go to now, too. It's like, I don't know if I can have a life outside of this because there's so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm staring at the wall calendar that's next to me, and it's insane how many between you know open cup or watch parties or away games or events that pop up it's insane how much time and and it's so awesome it is i look forward to all of it mm-hmm. it's not an obligation at all it's no. actually like an obsession at this it point is. Yeah. and i get so excited and it's not just the team it's the people it's everybody that's sitting in the room with me right now i get excited about seeing them and and when one of you is not there when 
I'm there, I get very sad. I mean, right? Nina, you weren't at movie night, which is a I really was so sad. Yeah. I had major FOMO. Yes, we had <laughs> mm-hmm. such a fun time at movie night, and you know, it, the movie is is what mediocre at best. It's it's funny. It's whatever. It's not something you know. I would have been like. I think it's hard to it's... get LAFC fans together to watch a movie because we just want to talk and hang out. <laughs> That's literally all that happened. So we yes. brought Miles and Riley. And they loved it. They were cracking up. But the entire time Jimmy was off talking to people, I was talking to everybody around us. That's We yep. were not paying attention to the movie. We're but very Miles social people. Miles and Riley people. loved it. So Will Ferrell, Miles and Riley Approved. love you. Yes. <laughs> we love you too. And I've seen the movie, so I didn't feel I needed to really be that engaged. But I felt like it was a an LAFC social event with a movie in the background. Because, you know, mm-hmm. we just wanted to hang out. Have a good time and see our friends. So totally get that whole family aspect of LAFC and how, you know, it, it really is a part of, of what we do on a daily yeah. basis anymore. But back to Cassie. So what drew you to teaching? My parents say I grew up always saying I wanted to be a teacher, but I feel my passion really grew for it when I was in high school. I was in sign language. That was my foreign language. So really, I don't. Yeah, I've I always wanted to learn sign. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I love it. I wish I was more fluid in it now because I haven't practiced all that much since high school. I, I have can do the alphabet. I can do that. That's but... all I got. <laughs> we used to use it to cheat on tests in school. Yeah. Oh my god, we did the same thing. I had a friend, and I she's probably not listening to this because. I don't know that she even knows what soccer is. But yes, we used to sign answers across the room and it was just hilarious. That's amazing. I don't think we ever thought of that because it was an actual foreign language at our high school. And so we probably would have been caught super easily. But yes. So my sign teacher, before he was a high school sign teacher, he was a special education teacher. And so he got me involved in the community of special education and got me volunteering in classrooms and everything. And I just fell in love. So did you start as a one-on-one or did you immediately jump into the classroom? Immediately jumped into the classroom. Wow. So in high school. That's challenging. Yeah. I started volunteering and just kind of hanging out with the kids in Mm -hmm. high school. I would go into elementary classrooms of friends of my mom and everything and just hang out. And it just sparked everything. And then as soon as I hit college, then you do your observation hours and all Mm -hmm. that. But I was never like a one-on-one BI or aid or anything like that. Wow. Super cool. So I think we know that you actually are currently working on your master's degree. I'm Uh, almost done. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely something that I'm, I'm working on as well with nursing is getting my master's degree too. So I totally understand the, the the hard work and dedication that goes into it and what you've told us so far about your life and how busy it is. I can only imagine that that is a tremendous task and a huge accomplishment. So we applaud you for that. Congratulations. When are you done? Yes. When are you going to July. So I'm so close. Oh I'm my working goodness. on my final papers right now. I have two papers to write and then I am and then done. done. And, and then we party again. Asking me, he, he's asked me before. He's like, so are you going to go to get your doctorates or anything? And I'm like, no, that's not in the plan. And he's like, darn it. I want to be able to say, like, I'm with a doctor. Oh, Dr. Like, really? No. I'm like, no, I'm done. <laughs> No, this is spinning. Can I just breathe for like five minutes? Come on, please. Yeah, you're like, I'm not even done yet with my master's. Can we just 
pump the brakes. I need I need a pause. Yeah. Well, let us know but. when you're done. We uh, we need to have like a huge celebration for that. So any excuse to party, we're we're all about. Have a little more wine, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers. So. Okay, so how did you become involved with LAFC? Jimmy was my intro to LAFC. Jimmy was honestly my intro to soccer. So then how did you meet Jimmy? Maybe we need to back up. Yeah, I think think we rewind. We need need an effect for the... (laughs) Back up. All right, so how did you meet Jimmy? Jimmy and I met at a charity event. A kickball event, which is really funny because we have a kickball event coming up real soon. Yeah. We will talk, talk about, about that. that later. Absolutely. We, we are definitely going to. So please stay tuned in because there's some really important information coming in about that. So anyways. So at that time, this kickball event was a Disneyland related kickball event. Both of us have mm. a love for Disney and that's kind of how everything is sparked between Jimmy and I. So we met at the kickball event and we had a mutual friend there who had invited us or invited me. He was a part of that group. And so we met there. Neither of us were really interested at that point in time. He was kind of freshly out of a divorce and I was, I had just moved back. So I used to live in San Jose. I had a little brief Northern California part of my life. Were you ever a Quakes fan or no? Because you didn't. I was. <gasps> no. And the plot thickened. That was my very, very, very first intro. But it was just like a mutual friend. There were, I, I actually was invited by supporters to a Quakes game. And that was Ultras. my very. I honestly don't even know. So <laughs> they made quite the impression. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do have phenomenal TIFOs, so I can see why you were totally brought in by the earthquakes. So at this at this <laughs> point, they were still at Claremont College mm-hmm. when I had gone there. Yeah, and, and you had to like drink in the beer garden, like you couldn't take no, your. No, they drink. had deliverable beers, so you no could way order it on your app at least in their supporter section. You could order on your I app, thought and it they was delivered whole... your beers to you. See, we're still missing that. I know. And that's that was one of the things when I'd been at the design sessions with LAFC where I was like, so the Quakes had this at Claremont College. I thought Claremont College, you had a beer garden and you had to be in the beer garden to drink. I don't know if it was a different supporter section. It might. I don't even know. Now I need to go look that up. Yeah, I don't know. But we (laughs) we had beers (laughs) delivered to us, which was great. It was fantastic. I only went to two games there. And then you've been to a lot of games. (laughs) <laughs> LAFC games, yes. Not San Jose. Quakes games? No. No, not so much. Makes but sense. But yeah, so that that was my very, very first intro. But at that point in time, I had no interest. I don't think I watched the game. Was it more of like a social event more exactly. so than like an actual spectating event yes. at that point for you? Yes. That makes sense. Very, very much so. Okay, so you move from Northern California mm-hmm. and you go to Southern California where it's better and back you, to Southern California. Back to Southern California. Because I knew how great it is here. So I you, love it. Yeah, you'd already <laughs> known. You grew up here. You're like, yeah, uh, done with this. Mm-hmm. Let's go where it doesn't rain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Had just come back and then wasn't ready to meet anybody just quite yet. But Jimmy and I apparently both told the same mutual friend about the same month that we were interested in finding somebody. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, oh, like, 
we'll try it out. I She honestly thought that we weren't going to be the right match. Because if you know Jimmy and you know me, we are like polar opposites in a lot of ways. But our core values are very much so the same. So it worked out very nicely. So uh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> See the so, evidence. <laughs> yes. So we were at Disneyland a lot. That was our life. Do you have season passes? Not anymore. Oh, it's LAFC to, has it's LAFC. taken over. It is hey, LAFC has trumped Disney. <laughs> wow. You have to take out a small loan against your house to get Disney yeah. tickets from and what we, I've heard. We <laughs> had Disney tickets for Jimmy and I and the kids, oh. which was it's Expensive. a lot. Yeah. You know what Disney passes are. And so it got to the point where we were spending all of our time in L.A. And every once in a while would go to Disneyland and we just couldn't do it. We couldn't wow. do it. We couldn't rationalize it. And so now we're... A know. new obsession has taken over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Sorry, Mickey. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mickey. I still love my Mickey. Like my fresh pins. I oh, have my yeah. Snow White. I have my Minnie Mouse. I love Disney. But yeah, we don't get to go very much. It's still there. It'll just be more special when you actually do go now. Exactly. And to be honest, I we haven't even been here since we've moved to California, which is really upsetting you to me. You haven't been? No, we haven't been. I, God, we, add no. it to the list. It, well, it, that's if blasphemy. you go, invite us. Actually, yes. we'll you around when we go we know it very well. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And the next time we go, I want it to be like a group event because the first time we actually went and the only time I've ever been to Disney here in California was when we came out here for his job interview before we moved out here. Oh, man. It was just me and him in November. It was great because there's no one really there. It was actually very dead and empty but i you feel like we, that anymore i feel no. like we really well yeah especially with star wars opening God. up it is going to be insane but i want to build my own droid so bad that's what i'm most excited about that's, star wars land i want to go i've seen the videos. i've seen the pictures i just oh. want to walk around i want my own bb8 so bad anyways sorry moving on um uh, mm-hmm. yeah so we, we we've talked about jimmy you met him obviously mm-hmm. he introduced you a little bit into the soccer world so can you tell us a little bit about how you got into your love for lafc yes so my first lafc event was groundbreaking it was amazing i had no idea what i was getting myself into my biggest thing there was i saw will ferrell and i thought that was super exciting yeah I was like what is this and jimmy was like you want a picture with him because i can get you a picture with him Sure. Some good moves there right. by Jimmy. Right. Wow, he was totally trying to go ahead and seal the deal there, right? He? So I got a picture. How long into your relationship was this? It was quite a ways. Okay. It was. Because he, so Jimmy would go to certain LAFC events, but most of the time it was LA. At that point in time, I lived in Costa Mesa. So it was a bit of a trek for me. So I was like, they mostly were weeknights. Yeah. And I was like, I have work in the morning. Not going to happen. So this one was a weekend event. Yeah. And I was like, I'll go with you. Sure. It was maybe three, four months in. So still relatively fresh. We knew pretty early on, though, that we were a thing. It it was one of those. It's done. Yeah. Like the light switch was clicked and you're like, oh, all right. This is what this is like. I can do this. Yeah. Cool. We knew pretty early. So I know that feeling. Shout out Philly. (laughs) I made JR wait. He's, he's, oh, yeah. still, he's still waiting, Scarfette. 
No, I think now I'm waiting. <laughs> you hear that, uh, scarf? Put the pressure on. <laughs> Groundbreaking event was the intro to everything. At that point in time, I was not a football fan. I My only exposure to football was kindergarten when I played soccer on like one team and my parents told me I blew daffodils on the field because I was a dancer and a little flower child and then the earthquakes which we said it was a social event that was it yeah I didn't watch so I fell in love with the community before anything else I fell in love with the people that were there I fell in love with what was happening and what I saw of what was coming out of the city, which at that point in time, I also didn't know L.A. very well because San Clemente. Yeah. Super far super away. Super far. From L.A. <laughs> so far. Exactly. So at least in time. Maybe not in miles. <laughs> and that is L.A. in a nutshell, guys. <laughs> so that was that was my intro. And now it leads you all to here. All to here. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I think we all have kind of a similar story when it comes to that. I think we all fell in love with the community, the people, the vision, the, you know, the, what was going on, you know, behind the scenes before there was ever a team, before there was ever mm-hmm. anything oh, yeah. going on. We Absolutely. all fell in love with it before it was ever even a thing. So oh, yeah. No, I went to my first event in 2015. Like, we didn't play until 2018. I've been in this as long as I possibly can. As soon as I got the tickets, JR gave me our t- the tickets for our first Christmas together. And he actually had bought them before I had said yes to being his girlfriend. Well, then <laughs> because, he knew how to seal the deal. My, he knew how to seal the deal. You <laughs> and Will Ferrell. So, but when Jimmy and I were driving over here, we were just talking. He's like, do you remember when you bought your season tickets? So after the groundbreaking event... He had told me, like, hey, do you want season tickets? And I was like, well, I was expecting, like, NFL prices, like, yeah, baseball prices. I, di- I had no idea. I was like, well, what is this going to cost me? And he was like, 300 bucks if you go supporters around there. And I was like, oh, yes. Per game? No. My, <laughs> no, but my I was honestly, like, at that point in time, my thought was, well, I'm into the guy. If this is going to be his life, might as well. Mm-hmm. Like if it's three hundred bucks, I guess I can do that. Small, and, small yeah. price to pay. Exactly. Absolutely. I was like, otherwise he'd be going by himself, and then yeah, you want to be with him, right? You want to be part of it. You want to now look at where we are. Holy crap! Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that leads us kind of to our next question: When did your love of soccer, of football, begin? This one, I always feel I feel like it's a it's an interesting answer. So you guys all know I went on the Dortmund trip. Yes. Way before LAFC had even had its first game. At that point in time, I was super involved in the community and super involved in LAFC, but I had still never really watched my first football match. And I went to Dortmund. Oh, wow. I, I got it, chills yeah, just like now. The like the mother of all <laughs> football matches. Yeah. It was amazing. We got the full experience. We got to go see the front office and talk to them and talk culture and talk about what makes the yellow wall, what the yellow wall is, and how we should not try and copy that, but try and be our own thing and make it true to us. And then everything leading up to it, seeing their origins and all that, I get to go watch amazing Dortmund match. And that was my intro to football. Wow. It's so crazy. 
just a couple of nights ago, actually, we were watching the Dortmund YouTube clip that they have from that. You know, just, we, we've watched it several times. We actually really enjoy seeing that because we can see what has been built today from that. That mm-hmm. happened so many years ago. And I remember you guys sitting in the church. Oh, yeah. The church mm-hmm. was amazing. That church is is historical. It has so many stories to tell. And I remember everybody thinking like, wow, this is such an incredible moment that we're here and we're doing this. And to see that we built something so amazing from that moment there, it's almost like you could see the wheels turning in everybody's heads on that YouTube clip. And mm-hmm. it's so amazing how far you guys have come. And I know you have to well, be you so too. proud. You're a part of this too. <laughs> Not just us. <laughs> and our, our listeners too. No, our you're listeners right. too. Like everyone who's listening to this podcast, we have all come so far and we are all truly a family. We are all defenders of the bank. Mm-hmm. And it's just an incredible incredible experience and it's an incredible thing to have been a part of and i i'm so jealous i wanted like i wish i could have been on that germany trip it's so incredible i'm so happy you got to go i think i i think we rewatch it all the time because of the same reason we're so jealous of that my husband he grew up you know philly grew up in germany Mm -hmm. he knows so much about bundesliga soccer and to know that you guys had a chance to go there, I, I think he, he respects and admires you guys all so much for having that experience and bringing it back to us. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, all of the leaders who did go on that trip, everybody learned so much and brought back little pieces, little nuggets that have been ingrained to what our culture has been built into now that it's it's just unbelievable, unbelievable to look back at. Like, yeah. So good. So good. So good. And it's so cool that you can say, like, my first true football match was in Germany. I know. It's almost embarrassing. With LAFC. Honestly, it's almost embarrassing. It's so cool. But at the same time, I'm not afraid to say that I fell in love with the culture before I fell in love with football. And now football is just something that helps bind it all together. We always say we win in the stands. It's true. We do. This is our family. Hundred percent. So yeah, we've we've talked on a little bit of a personal level. We've gotten to know you and a little bit about your relationship with Jimmy. And I think a question that we have for you is about the proposal. And um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that are part of LEFC actually got a chance to see that. So my question to you is: Did you expect it? What was your reaction? Tell us about that moment that day. How did you feel? How did you react? Because I, I know how all of us felt and, and acted. We were so excited. Like, that was such an amazing moment, and we were so happy for you. So kind of give us a little insight into you and, and what that was all about. So leading up to it, I, I'm the type of person I love surprises. So I purposefully was not trying. Jimmy and I had had that conversation of we're on this path. It's going to happen. And since we had had that conversation, that's where my brain ended. I was like, I'm not going to think about it. It's coming. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to constantly be thinking, when is it going to happen? So that was it. Day of, I had no idea. Jimmy did things like the morning of, we were talking, and he was like, I'm just not feeling the game today. I really don't want to (laughs) go. Literally. 
And I'm just like, Jimmy, we have to go. He So he actually told me he had um, some special interview, a supporter highlight. And so this is why he, he was telling me I'm going to be mic'd up because we had planned to be on the field for the flags and everything, which he was like, this is part of the supporter highlight. He had led everything up and I was like, OK, whatever. And then I don't want to go. I really don't feel it. I'm like, you have to. I'm sorry, but you have to go. Like, <laughs> this is important. Sucks. Like, <laughs> but you're going to be on film. <laughs> like, so I had I had no idea. Cameras being in my face. I thought it was because of the supporter highlight. Quote, end quote. <laughs> like, no idea. And then he told me, he's like, you might have to be on camera as well. You might have to do interviews, which I've told you guys tonight. I hate interviews it's like my least favorite thing i avoid them at all cost thank you for being here <laughs> yes this is this is a little different i like this i like this vibe <laughs> we have wine <laughs> but yeah so we went out on the field had no idea was having a great time amazing experience that's the first time i had ever seen the 3252 from the other side which was so awesome. So that was my first thing. I was just soaking that in. And then we're walking back with the flags and Pat comes up to me and he's like, I need to take your flag. You need to go over to where Jimmy is. And literally in my head was like, damn it. This is where the interview is. Oh, I don't want to do this. That's where my brain was. <laughs> Thinking no. About that. <laughs> like, damn it. Oh, and then no. I walk up to Jimmy and he puts his hands on my shoulders and he starts saying all these sweet, loving things to me, like Aww. all these great things. And I wasn't even absorbing it. I was just pr- trying You're to like, process. I got to like, get ready wait, for this interview. <laughs> interview. Why are you being so sweet? What's going on? And then at this point, he points to the audience, which he had organized for some of my closest friends and my family to all come and that's when it hit me. I had no idea that they were there. And I see them. And I don't know if you guys have seen the yeah. video, but I start bawling at that point. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So at that point, and I didn't even see in the video, you can see there's a TIFO. Yeah. That, like we still that's have. This- and I had to go back and look at. I oh didn't even God. process that. I processed all the people. And then I look over and Jimmy's on his knee and... Tears. I'm an uh, ugly crier, so there's all of that. But yeah, uh, I remember that history. night. It was so, so well. beautiful. It was such an exciting experience, and I don't think we'd even met Jimmy at that point. And like, we saw him. We're like, congratulations! Yeah. Oh my. We God. got a lot of that. I feel like since that moment, that was really when I started to actually people started to know who I was. When I would walk <laughs> around, I was like, oh, how does everybody know me? I don't. I'm not used to this. <laughs> Well, you're the first lady now. Now, now it's a little bit, a little different. Now it's, yeah. I walk around, I'm like, hey. You've settled in quite nicely. So I, I, I salute you. It was, I remember that night. I'm in the, I was in the army. What do you expect? Of course I'm going to salute you. Sorry. She's the first lady. That's what we do. Hello. I remember that night so well, though. It was so amazing. I remember watching it. I think we were in the Founders Club, mm-hmm. and we were just like, oh, my God, somebody's getting proposed to. What is going on? This is yeah. so cool. Oh, my gosh. I'm so jealous. This is so cute. I remember the beginning of it. It was my birthday, so I don't remember the end of that night. <laughs> oh, my God. Did she get engaged on your birthday? You did. Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. 
<laughs> so here's the thing. Jimmy and I don't actually remember the date. We'd have to look at it. So what's the date? May 26th. There we go. <laughs> May 26th. Because it was a rescheduled game. It was supposed to be the 25th, and they moved it to the 26th. And so I canceled my birthday party with my friends because I'm like, I'm going to the LAFC, LAFC game. game. There you go. Jimmy had issues with that, too, because he had all of our family organized to go. No. And then they were like, it's rescheduled. And then some of my family was like, we can't go now. Like there's this and this planned and oh my everybody God. was like shuffling things around. Yeah, it was, it was rescheduled. No <laughs> and so I I remember the beginning of the game, but Otto, the GM, had arranged for people to bring me drinks at my seat throughout the game. So Mike, who's an incredible person, great person, <laughs> what like kept bringing me gin and tonics and bringing JR gin and tonics. And it was an incredible night. So we both had a great night. You, you remember a yours a little night. more. <laughs> I had a pretty good night too. That was actually the night that we met Tyler Miller. Yeah, and up, Max and Max. Yeah, we went up to the Sunset Deck after the game, and it was Nina's birthday. So I was plugging that for anybody that was around, so that we could get pictures. <laughs> and we're like, "Hey, Tyler Miller, it's Nina's birthday. Can you take a picture with her?" Don't remember like, any sure. of it. And I totally jumped in there too and got my own picture, which I actually posted on social media recently. Whenever Tyler mm-hmm. Miller got called up for the U.S. Men's National Team, so, I think we mm-hmm. met. Shaft that night too. I think we met a whole bunch of players that night, and unfortunately, Sunset Deck's not quite like it was last year. So I'm so excited that we had that moment. Yeah, you had a birthday. You had an engagement. You had an engagement. I had yours Tyler is a Miller. little more special. <laughs> yeah, yours will, will kind of resonate for a little bit longer. Absolutely, so pretty first great though too. Birthdays. I, yeah, and I now you know what day you got engaged so, on. Exactly. So thank you. You guys we will always. That, you guys will always remember. Much better. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So. so moving on with our questions, have you always played the drums? Like you became so involved and you're now one of our like core drummers. Have you always played? So my drum history begins in high school. I was on high school drum line in the marching band. It stopped once I went to college. I didn't do anything past high school. And then as soon as I started going to the events, I think the groundbreaking event was the first thing where there were drums. And I remember after the event on our way home, I told Jimmy, I was like, I could totally do that. Not at all saying like, I want to do that. <laughs> but I was like, I see what they're doing. Like, like they're easy that. enough beats. Like I've done that. That's my pass. And I think within. Did he know at that point that you had drummed? I don't know that we had talked about it, honestly. <laughs> Like, it it was far enough in my past that we hadn't really discussed it all that much. Maybe I told him I was in marching band or something. But so within the next two weeks, maybe, he had told the Black Army Council, I have a drummer because we didn't have a drummer at that point in time. He said, it's a female drummer. That was, I was the first female drummer that came into LAFC. Yes. And then he was like, okay, we're going to go buy you a drum. BA has approved. We're going to buy you a drum. And here it is. I had no choice in the matter. It just <laughs> happened. That's one of the magical things that Jimmy is known so much for is pushing people to their limits and like getting them out of their comfort zones, but in a way that is comfortable, I guess. Sure. I, yeah. Right? <laughs> uncomfortably Un- comfortable. Exactly. I like it. So like I said I and, could. And I love it. I love it. Like... Sometimes I sit a game out and I'll go hang out with the Black Army or I'll go do this or that. And 
I'm sitting there thinking, I wish I was drumming. I wish I was with my drumline family right now at this moment. Like, what do you do with your hands? Right? (laughs) I end up drumming on myself or clapping or on the seats. You're still going through the beats, obviously, because that's what I would totally do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of chance, then, I have a good question for you. Are there any chance that, one, you love playing and they're a lot of fun and you really can get into them and it's a two-part question? Two, are there any that are challenging and they're hard? So the ones that I get into the most are honestly the crowd pleasers because I feed off of the crowd and so you get into it like the call to arms the hoo-ha oh my god everybody loves it and it's amazing but the more we play it the more I get into it same thing for jump ballet football club dale dale those are all crowd pleasers they're amazing and like as it goes it builds yes so I love those yes Personally, my favorite chant is the Diego Rossi chant. Ah, yes! Thank you don't for saying that. do much. Were you in Seattle? Mm-hmm. So was I. Yes. Oh, so you were kind of in there during its infancy yeah. when yes. it really came to fruition. Yes. yes. I and think that, that chant, was like, JR's favorite for a long time. Uh, that's I, I literally still will just start singing it and Diego grooving off of Rossi. it. And I love it. Diego Rossi, oh Diego Rossi, scored the first goal against the Sounders. Diego Rossi, I love it, love it, it's so we, good. But yeah, we miss it. We love, love when it. it. We heard it. It was really good, especially so. when it was always at the eleventh minute. Like I know, I miss that, that. Was the best. It made me so happy. Me yes. too. We can start a petition, uh, right? Bring Let's it start it back up. Capos, hey, if you're listening, <laughs> Julio, Julio, start Bring- it back up. Bring it back. We love love it. it. Let's do it. Because it will always be relevant. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Score the first goal. It's our history. It's our history. It is totally our history. And I think that's important. You know, Mm -hmm. that's that's nothing that will ever change. It will always be what it is. So Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll ever not be okay to sing that chant. Mm -hmm. Part two to that question. Yes. Yes. The most challenging. Most challenging, which I think is placement of it. Per the capos, the LAFC, it always comes after jump, which is high energy. To give you guys a break. Yes, yes, but not you. But not us. And that's always, <laughs> whenever we do it at watch parties, Jimmy tries to go straight into it. And I'm always like, Jimmy, it's just me. I can't take a break. Because when we have the full drum line, mm-hmm. we rely on each other. We can step back. And do you have like a play? secret signal? Like, do you tug your ear? No, we just, <laughs> we, there's so many of us that you can just be like, okay, I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm going to take a break. But sure, we'll call it water. Or events like today, like Pride, it's like, there's, there's like only three of you. Exactly. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. hear when a drum drops out. You don't Absolutely. hear that usually at a game. When yeah. you're sitting there, do good, do good, do. That's hard. It, it hurts the chaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always see you like after you start drumming, you always like shake out your arms, like you get Especially your warm up in. in. The beginning. Yes, yes, I'm and like, then you go. Tight. <laughs> it's like her pregame stretching she does, and I love it. I'm like, yes, yeah, you do it. We're so excited. <laughs> yes. So we know there's a kickball tournament coming up, and we know this is actually an even bigger conversation, and we want to bring it up, and we want to talk about this right now. So, Cassie, can you tell us about the kickball tournament and the proceeds and what we're working for here? 
Yes. So we have a 3252 kickball tournament coming up. It's June 23rd, and we are raising money for our very own LAFC WAN. We are bringing all of our support groups together just to help raise money for Juan. He recently had an accident, and he had to go into surgery a couple of days ago. And so we really want to be able to help build the family up, bring him back into the supporter culture as quick as we can, have him back at our games, and just, you know, help our own community. If you can, come join the kickball tournament. We're taking both free agents and full, yeah, free agents if you're, it's just yourself. Are we considered free agents here? I mean, so basically, if it's one or two of you guys... Email for free agent. Otherwise, if you have a full group, 10 to 13 players is for a full team. And so if you email bagivesback at gmail.com, I'll be the one that's going to be responding to all your emails. And I will let you know all the details that we need, the payment that we need in order to get you registered. And then the day of, if you just want to come and support, we're going to have food there for sale for the cause. We're going to be able to be raising money and everything for one. And then also just keep building the community that we've built so far. Yeah, that's amazing. If if anybody here has any... um affiliation with LAFC that's listening right now, then you know who LAFC Juan is. He's such an integral part of the LAFC family. He's such a visual representation of what LAFC really is. You've seen him out there. You've heard his story. And I think it's really important that we all come together to do our part to kind of support him and what he's going through and help get him back there. I I feel like, you know, we don't have a home game again until July 6th, so we have time to kind of give back and do what we need to do to make sure that he is present and there at that next home game. Yeah. We need all of our fans. All of our fans are so important. That is what, you know, we always say that we win in the stands. And I think it's very important to have those figures there whenever we have those home games. So, Absolutely. And this yeah. is one of the things that LAFC is so good about. When one of our own is hurt, when one of our own needs us, We all come together and we rally. So like Cassie said, if you want to get involved, if you want to start a team, or if you just want to come out, let's all be there. Let's be there for one. I'm sure there's going to be other ways to give to the family. If you can't come out that day for any reason, just reach out and let's do what we can. Let's help this family out. They need help to cover the bills for the hospital, as well as, you know, if there's extra money, it would be great to be able to buy buy them a handicap accessible van, you know, help them out with their parking situation because this is a family that is truly central to our LAFC culture. We love them so much and we want to give them all the support we can. Our love goes out to Juan in his recovery and to his family as they support him. I know it's not easy dealing Mm -hmm. with something like that and, you know, it breaks our hearts and we truly just want to see them all back at the stadium on July 6th and having a great time. So once again, that email address, Cassie. BA gives back at gmail.com. Perfect. And if you have and any questions, just reach out to Defenders of the Bank as well, and we will definitely connect you with the right people or give you the information that you need to make a difference mm-hmm. and to help support this cause, definitely. And if you're not able to come to the kickball tournament, the other thing that we are doing, all of the SGs, if you're going to an open cup watch party this Tuesday, we're going to be collecting money for them as well. So come to one of the sponsored watch parties and look for them collecting money and we'll be able to 
help put that towards the cause as well. Yeah, fun fact. I, I probably should just donate money and not be a part of the kickball tournament because <laughs> when I was in grade school, I actually broke the arm of the person that rolls the ball towards you. How, How did that happen? What? <laughs> I kicked did you the ball. kick the person? I kicked the ball. Apparently, I kicked it so hard that the person that rolled the ball to me, her arm was in an awkward position, and she she kind of tried to catch it, but it wasn't right, and I broke her arm, and her name is Kelly. I love her dearly. I feel terrible. I think that's her fault. Her arm wasn't positioned correctly. You yeah, she's a pitch better. I know. You just kicked the ball. I did. So, I mean, maybe I should play. I mean, that clearly <laughs> says a lot about my kicking I mean, ability. did you make it to first? Well, strength there. Strength Did there. they let you have the base? No. <laughs> you know, I can't remember. I feel like the nurse came out and it was all a blur. Yeah, Is that I when your love of nursing began? <laughs> Is that what inspired the nurse I think you? that's why I decided to become a nurse because I'm like, wait a second. Something's going on here. This isn't normal. <laughs> I don't think I'm that strong, but hey, you know, whatever. But yeah, I that is not even remotely a lie. She had a yellow cast with bears on it that year, and it was adorable. And I felt responsible for that for, well, I still feel responsible for that. So shout out, Kelly. I'm so sorry. All right. So to wrap this up with our first lady, Cassie, here, we're going to do some rapid fire questions. So Cassie, favorite player? Latif Blessing. Ooh, star mm. man on the right. Mm-hmm. His name is Latif Blessing. And, and he's effing dynamite. <laughs> Wine, beer, liquor. What's your favorite? Wine. What kind? Do. What kind? Mm. Okay. Red. Oh, like, red. Red. Red wine, wine just in general. Red, red wine. Come All on. right. Favorite LA restaurant? Toy. Toy Thai. Ooh, where is that? Ooh. Toy on Sunset. Ooh. Thai food place. It's all like rock themed. It's amazing. Is there any TV series right now that you're currently watching that you love? Oh, what's the name of it? If you see us, Netflix. Ooh, I like. Yes, it's. I've only seen two episodes, maybe. But it's, so you started it this afternoon? No, <laughs> no. She was remember. With us, remember, I'm she in was grad drumming? school. Oh yeah, I'm in grad school. So you started so. it a year ago? <laughs> no, not quite that far either. <laughs> Summer break also started in the past week. So oh yeah, I think Scarf knows that all too well. Oh too. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if they see us, I think is the name of it. It is really good. Set up more like a movie. Okay. Awesome. Most attractive LAFC player. Pass. Oh, oh you <laughs> That's can they, so I don't think about them sexually much, but you wanna know who popped into my head first? Yes. Bob Bradley. <laughs> Always present on the He's podcast. He's also sitting on my desk at work. <laughs> Bob, Bob Bradley, Bradley agrees. I just, I just he, consulted the bobblehead, yes. just so you know. Not sure if his wife agrees, I, but I'm sure she'll take it. <laughs> Favorite scarf? Besides mine. I don't mine. use scarves. What? I don't. Not I've even never... like around your waist or? No. Well, I mean, I'm your hands are busy. Person. I'm a pin person. Okay, favorite pin. Favorite pin. My oh. Ollie pin. The we new one that Ollie. just came out? 
No, the one it's been around. Okay. Yeah, like the a season. Does the it have circle yeah, line yeah, with yeah. Ollie on the top? Does yes. it have like those little hood on it? Yeah. His little yeah, hood hat. I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like my LA pin. It's the only LAFC pin that I've searched out that is not from a private person. Okay. I actually like went to stands, multiple stands to be like, I want my Ollie pin. Well, then you must really love our logo for Defenders right? of the Bank. Yeah. Okay. So on a story on that, before I even knew who you guys were, I saw your pin on Aww. Jimmy and I was like, who is that? I want that. Where'd that come from? <laughs> and he was like, that's a podcast. I was like, really? So then I started to look into you guys hey. a little bit more. <laughs> the pins work, you guys. <laughs> we love our pins. We, we do. Love we love Ollie. our logo. <laughs> we, we, we really feel it really represents kind of what we're trying to do as far as, you know, the defenders of the bank and an overall representation of what LAFC really is. I mean, we're a force that to be reckoned with, really. Yeah. All right. Two more quick fire. Go, Panda. So obviously you don't ever really get a chance to watch the games. Do you guys go home and watch the games after the games and kind of see what's going on? Or do you just kind of do like the recaps? I watch highlights sometimes. But honestly, as a drummer, we have a really good view. So as long as it's a good game, I can watch what's going on. That's good. Multitasking. All right. Good. Mm -hmm. As a former cheerleader, I know sometimes it's hard to watch the game. Sometimes I know what's going on. You kind of follow the lead of the crowd. Like, oh, offense. But you were like a a capo where your back is turned. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you get to watch it. I'm turned. Jimmy doesn't watch. He has to rewatch. Gotcha. But I usually can watch the thing. Oh, that's exciting. So you really Mm -hmm. have like the best of like both worlds at this point. You get to Mm -hmm. watch the game, yet you get to be very, very integrated into the 3252 and all the exciting things that are going on during the game, actually. It's great. Okay. So jealous. Final question. Who is your favorite team to see come into the bank? Who do you want us to face in the bank the most? What game gets you the most hyped? Portland. Ah, because mm-hmm. of the Open Cup stuff with Dio or? Well, no, because we have a relatively good history with them. And so the supporters get along relatively well. They are True. really so nice. So it's not like if you want to just see a rivalry match, Carson. But it's not going to be a fun match. I can it's tell not you that. Pretty. There's a lot of drama that's going to happen there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, it, it's not a pretty match. It's not a match yeah. that you are really like amping up to your friends and family, to be honest, because mm-hmm. it's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. But yeah, I totally get what you're saying with Portland. Like it's a it's a little bit more of a friendly rivalry. I mean, yeah, it's a respectful a rivalry drama. There's things here or there. We have some history with them just from first season. But still, everybody gets along pretty well yeah so. no when we were in portland they said there's gonna be 90 minutes where we're gonna hate you before and after that we're good yeah, like we're all just here yeah. so we're gonna drink that's, before that's how a rivalry should be yeah i that's agree it should be so to have friendly rivalries are actually a lot more fun i think a lot of our fans that went to portland had such a great time had a you know a good experience and actually i know we all went up there and we had such a fun time that's the first time there in portland and I, yeah, I would totally do it again. We stayed after and went to the Thorns match. Yes. And we got approached by fans that were there for the Thorns, but are also obviously fans of the Timbers. And they all thanked us. They all said, thank you so much for coming back. 
Yeah, they were super That's appreciative awesome. that we came cool. and we're like, yeah. wow, thank you for staying and supporting us. And we're like, well, yeah, I mean, we love this game. Why wouldn't we want to support it and do our part to, you know, contribute to it? So I think that's where it's really important. Mm-hmm. And I hope that fans continue to kind of emulate that kind of energy to this sport. And I think that's when it's going to keep it going in the direction that it is going right now. Right. We're totally a family and we're going to keep growing. Once again, this is Cassie, who's been on the episode with us, our first lady representing Black Army, of Woo-hoo. course. And we want to thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate you being thank you here. Thank you so much for having me. We learned so much, so much about you, and I'm sure our listeners loved hearing it all. Thank you so much once again. And for tonight, signing off with Scarfette and Panda. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Cassie, Scarfette, and Panda signing off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.